So let's say you're trying to listen to somebody speaking a different language than your own. Have you ever noticed that you can manage to look for clues about what the person is talking about, even when you don't understand that language? If you were really trying, you might look at someone's facial expressions or their body movements because it's these things that reinforce the literal meaning of the words. But we do something else, something that most people aren't even aware of. We change the way we say something by providing the the musical part of our speaking, which also gives the message meaning. And what I mean by that is what's called intonation. It was once explained to me that intonation can be equated to, have you ever been in another room and through the walls, you could hear somebody talking, but you really couldn't hear their words, but you could hear the ups and downs of their voice. And maybe you could even identify that they sounded mad or happy, or they were asking someone a question, or maybe they were explaining something. You couldn't even hear the words, but you could hear the intonation. This is a general word, and it means a lot of different things. It includes talking about the pitch of our voice, of the ups and the downs, how we stress, how we stress words, how we stress words in our sentences, and the duration of words, long words, shorter parts of words, and also the rate of our speaking. All of those different things fall under the category of intonation. So most people don't even realize how critical intonation is to meaning. You may be here today listening because you want to learn how to specifically pronounce a sound so that you're clearly understood. But when you use the correct pattern of intonation, you help the listener focus on the most important parts of your message. Some people feel that it's learning this, and sometimes I call it the melody of our language of speaking. This is what's more important than actually pronouncing the words perfectly. I always visualize taking our words and stretching them either up and down or longer or shorter. So I like to think about, do you know the candy? It's called taffy and you can buy it at the beach. They, when they make it, you can watch the machine and they're taking this sticky, sugary substance. Usually it's a really like vibrant color and they're stretching it, sort of like a rubber band, stretching it out and in and up and down. And that's what I'm talking about with intonation, taking our words and moving them one direction or another, because each way that we move them will have a different meaning or be interpreted a different way. Today, let's talk about what I think is the number one thing that you can practice in any of my lessons. So you can go back and after listening to today's lesson, go back to any of the other podcasts and practice what you've learned today. In real conversation, a speaker is simply just stating information. 
let's, you know, there's a variety of different things that we're saying. We may be listing things. We may be asking a question. We may be offering someone advice. All of these things have different ways of using our voice. But if we're just plainly saying a sentence, we're just stating something, an affirmative real thing. In North American English, what we do is we use what's called a falling intonation, the pitch of our voice. What we're doing is we're making the word go downward at the end and that means that we are stating, that we are saying something and finishing it up with this one last word or one last message. And we do that with a falling intonation. I'm really aware of how I'm talking right now. <laughs> and I hope you are too. Are you hearing that my words are going downward? At the ends of my sentences, listen, my melody is going to be different than your melody. I speak American English. You speak probably many languages, but your native language melody can be different than what my melody is. So I want you to just listen and pay attention to when people are speaking American English and listen to where their words are going and how they're moving their voices up and down. And today we're talking about making our voices go downward. I always say, don't take my word for it. Let's find something on YouTube and listen to how they're using their words and which way their voices are going. I think today if I point this out to you and you can start to hear it yourself, once you start to hear it, you won't be able to stop, and then I want you to practice it yourself. Here is Rick Steves. He's a famous travel vlogger, and he's talking about highlighting his trips to Italy, his favorite place to go. Here's just a couple sentences of his, and he's speaking quickly, but we're going to go back over it. There's a lot of very important sites in Italy where you can get tickets in advance. Whenever you can get tickets in advance, it really is worth your trouble. Any good guidebook would certainly tell you where you should get tickets in advance. If this is the first time you're listening to me, then maybe this is the first time that you will learn that when you listen to something on YouTube there or any other video, there's an opportunity for you to slow down the rate of speech. So let's slow it down to about 75%. And now you can really hear the pitch of his voice. It's slower, so it sounds funny, but listen to this. There's a lot of very important sites in Italy where you can get tickets in advance. Whenever you can get tickets in advance, it really is worth your trouble. I'm going to imitate his last words in his small phrases. This is what I want you to try to do also. There's a lot of very important sites in Italy. I hear an upward in Italy. Where you can get tickets in advance. When advance. Where you can get tickets in advance. Whenever you can get tickets in advance, it really is worth your trouble. 
Whenever you can get tickets in advance, that one stayed neutral. Then he said, it's really worth your trouble. That went downward. Trouble. Here it is in the normal speed. Listen to the ups and the downs. There's a lot of very important sites in Italy where you can get tickets in advance. Whenever you can get tickets in advance, it really is worth your trouble. Any good guidebook would certainly tell you where you should get tickets in advance. I want you to practice these basic stress rules in your conversation. Rehearse taking your voice and gliding downward for an affirmative everyday statement. Here's a tip. Listen to a video. Slow down the rate of speech and try repeating the last word of each little phrase group that you hear, the words that stand out the most. Try imitating the speaker. If you're at a loss of where to listen, go to YouTube and try to find some American English speakers. Or you can try TED Talks, npr.org. That's National Public Radio. Those are a couple different places. Before I go, I'm going to leave you with an interview that was on this morning on CBS Morning Show. Her name is Vanessa Van Edwards, and she's a social psychologist. She's studying the way people use conversations effectively not just with talking. And she just came out with a new book today called Cues. I like her work, so I took a break from writing this podcast and went to watch what she was going to talk about on the news. And I couldn't believe it that here I am today picking a lesson about intonation. And she was actually talking about this in part of her talk as well. There's fun stuff in the book, too, because you said inflection matters, which is why people, when they're talking to babies, raise their voice and say, oh, you look so cute today. Okay, so the higher voice, the higher pitch means I'm approachable. I can do this. But when we're down here, when we're nice and low, it means we're taking things seriously. The issue is the up talk or the question inflection. So if I were to come on and say, hi, my name is Vanessa. I'm happy to be here. Let's talk about cues. Uh It's actually giving away my vocal power. But that doesn't show confidence. So what if I say, hi, my name is Nate. I'm happy to be here. That's it. That's it. Because salespeople, like if you ever mention a number and you say, my cost is $5,000, uh-huh. Would you accept mm-hmm. it? You're, you're telling yes. someone to negotiate with me. I don't no, really believe it. It's $5,000. $5, okay, your job is to make that voice go downward towards the ends of your sentences, just like me. Great. Thanks for talking to me. And let's meet back here next week. Bye for now.